A double, a double, same a day, double. but no one needs to know. How are you, Weens? Tell me. Okay, we're talking offline, oh, but let's God. bring it on. Okay. okay, I'm hearing some dating stories. She actually added names and such, but let's keep it general. <laughs> so, what is going on in your dating life? This is hilarious. This, okay. Well, what? What do you mean? Start okay, with flamenco. Wait. I want to hear the update. Oh, come on. Why? He's a good kid because he's a nice, sweet he's gent, a- and he's. Uh, if you remember his poem from an episode before. Mm, let me look up which I have it all written down. Go ahead. It was, um, but he is a lovely gentleman who plays flamenco guitar and he's like 25 or 24 <laughs> or something. And he's so sweet. And I've seen him around town. And then he's come to a couple little gigs that I've played. And he came over to my house and my mom was here and two of what my did, friends came over. What did mom think of him? She thought it was great. I mean, I don't really? really know what she thought of him. Yeah. But she's like, oh, your friends are so nice. And he was such a sweet kid. And, you know. Okay. He's a good, like, solid, sweet guy. But for some reason, he really has taken a shine to me. <laughs> <laughs> taken a shine to the old lady. Shoe shine to my foot house. He oh wants to come God. over. That made no sense. In but my he foot wants house? To... I what? <laughs> um... But, yeah, I mean, he's just a sweet guy. Okay, God, stop saying it. All right. Really. Wait, really quick. We talk about him in episode four, in episode 20. Oh, my gosh. And in episode 16. There's so the there archiver. Yep. There you go. Got it. And he wrote a lovely poem that starts something like, let me go south of your belly <laughs> to your temple of goodness. Let me, like... Nuzzle up against your hot sweet. Oh yeah, let me mince, let me mince your geyser or something. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, so gross. It was a crazy. Unless he's cute, in poem. which case it would be great. But if he's gross, then not well, great. it was just a little much. I barely knew the guy back then, and suddenly he wants to mince my temple of chunks yeah. <laughs> yeah so now what anyway. what's going on so what's the status he's just guys... been consistently there and i consistently kick it down the road with plans because he's like when can we next meet what i would love to <laughs> you know uh whatever i would love to take you out show you romance you're the most beautiful jewel mm-hmm. and it's all very sweet and i at one time you know it was real clear and i said hey i think i want to I just want to let you know that you're a little young and I'd like to date people more close to my age. And he's like, but I'm an old soul. I will show you. It's like, but he does everything through a smile and through sweetness. Yeah. Don't you worry about a thing. I'll show you the ways, the wisdom. Wow. Maybe you need a little youth in your life. Maybe you need to, you know. Oh, my gosh. Just let me. (laughs) He's persistent. I like this kind of persisted but in a sweet cute way okay (laughs) do you pat him on the head and say oh yes i'm kind of like okay i'll let you know when i have some free time someday it's not going to be for a long time oh my god it's like it's okay i'm patient wow (laughs) he's in it for the long haul i don't know why you know i've just i'm like i it's Anyway, so, so what was this now, recent one? You were the like, recent one was like I again. finally like it's been a month that I've been like oh maybe next weekend oh maybe next weekend and then finally it was like five how's five o'clock like he really started to get serious with the numbers <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh maybe Sunday after six like okay they'll buy me a weekend and then Sunday <laughs> after six uh, I would like to take you at six o'clock to wine and a picnic and then we will go to a movie because i said what did what do you have in mind is my question wait he tried this picnic thing before that was when you were in your slippers up on the t hill (laughs) is this like a a, he wants a recap a 
part de? I think he's a little romantic. Okay. And good. before it was to walk up to a hill under the moonlight and serenade mm. me with flamenco guitar and overlook the beautiful Highland Park, <laughs> the city of Highland Park, Aww. which has the highest gang area. Oh, of, really? <laughs> yeah, it's also Never like mind a, the guys knifing each other in the corner. Yeah. Oh, look at me and I my know. guitar. <laughs> and, then, and we were like, we did the little kissing. That was when I first was um, entertaining the idea. Of, yeah. Yeah. What's this And then a freaking coyote walked by and just stopped and stared. Really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah. Just like a weird urban coyote. Just like, there's this tiny piece of, like, just a tiny piece of hill, and that's it. The rest is city. And then, of course, under the moonlight, with the, and then like, trot, Why am trot, I trot, picturing trot. Uh, John Travolta's face on this urban coyote? I don't know. I think I have a movie reference The urban somewhere. cowboy. Oh, that's it. I think okay. that's Dustin Hoffman. And, yeah. John Coyote uh, Ugly meets uh, Urban Cowboy. Yes, that's what it was. So, yeah, weird experience. And I was in my slippers because I wasn't fully committed to the (laughs) idea of a date. I'm like, I'll do a half date. So I kept my slippers on and my That's the sign, men. All the men out there. She's wearing slippers. It's a half date. Don't get your hopes up. Not a real date. So anyway, yes, he's very persistent. So I, I just can't do it. I find myself stalling 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 pushing it back i tried to say no like i can't do it he's very persistent no problem we'll just be friends you're so nice one day but it's i cannot be nice anymore yeah you can't do it you gotta have boundaries right this is what the therapist says boundaries yes yes and uh that's a hard no that's a hard no soft nose but he's uh let's read one of the last texts okay ready yes Weens reads a text. Weens reads a text. Text, text. Okay. Here's one. Uh, I'm here for you. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Hello, my precious jewel. Have a great day today. I hope that we can link tonight. Let me know when you're free. You're spelled Y-O-U-R. Everybody, please. It's an apostrophe (laughs) R-E. I don't know what happened with text, and this is a total snooty, like, grammar Nazi mom thing, but... I know. Y-O-U-R-E for you are. It's so easy. The Let little apostrophe... you are free. ...stands for a letter that's missing. You squish it yeah. all together. Come on, people. And I don't mean to be a snoot, but I'm going to be a snoot. It drives me crazy with the your. Snoot it When up. you're free. Love you. Okay. He said love? before. Love you. This is what's happened. Does he say love? Know. Do you say love? Yes, suddenly it turned into love. I di- I've wow. done nothing here. You are such a sweetheart. Let me love you, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back some Elvis because I'm an old soul. He's an old what? soul. And then I said, oh my goodness. I will have to update you. I'm on a crazy TV show that is crazy hours. Don't be broken hearted if it doesn't happen. Ha ha. Seriously. <laughs> no linking <laughs> Little here. nuts. I'll keep you posted. He says, okay, no worries. Work comes first. And then he says, I'm here for you. Just say the word. Also, I'm patient. Looking forward to you. Oh, and then, my God. Then I had to write back. I am. I cannot do it. Very busy. Let's shoot for some weekend in the future. And you should have said, glad back. you're patient. And spelled it Y-O-U-R. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's more... Such as, hey, queen. See, he calls me queen. Get queen. your beauty rest. Love you. I don't know why. Wow. We jumped the shark and now we're <laughs> in love. I had no idea. I'm like, what? You went from one okay. slipper kiss on the hill. Now you're in love. Wow. This is like a, a year later, too, after that right. slipper kiss. Right. <laughs> and I told him, I said, hey, yeah, it's not, you know, you're a little young. It's not going to work out. So we could just be friends. No problem. I would love to be your friend. And then. So I hung out with him like months after that and we went on a hike and I thought we were just buddies and then he got up in my face and slipped me a kiss and he goes, oh, that day on the hill. Oh, (laughs) any urban cowboys in that one? No. (laughs) No, there was a (laughs) strange lizard with a little flamenco cap going tap, 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 doing a little (laughs) ta-ta-ta, tap, 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 ta-cha-cha, (laughs) ta-ta-ta. Just one lizard. So uh, what are you going to do with this? 
Well, if if you're a normal, healthy person, you would say, hey, you know, just got to be friends, pull it. But, but of Which course, you did. Like, hey, well, I have to do it again, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. All right, I don't but know. say the part about the foot that you told me offline, too. What? Keep reading. Oh, he wanted to come and massage. He wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just do? <laughs> didn't know what that was it wasn't what you thought it was <laughs> she was okay, pushing anyway. the chair back yeah oh. so he wanted to massage my <laughs> feet <laughs> after a long day's work and i thought that was very sweet <laughs> that's really nice right <laughs> so nice you need yeah. a guy to massage your feet be right at the okay now that's end a sweet that. thing so part of me is conflicted what were you saying yeah. uh, just i'm picturing you up in like stirrups like obgyn style and he's massaging your feet and you're just letting him rip. <laughs> why does it have to be in weird gyne stress i don't know just so that the like Shoot, aim fire is right there. It's it's all lined up. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh, from the dude. Oh, I thought you meant he was <laughs> yes. being opportunistic. Like, oh, let me just massage no. your feet here. <laughs> because of that time on the hill. Okay. Oh, I get god. it. Yeah. So oh. anyway, he is a very sweet young chap, and why wouldn't you want someone massaging your feet when you get home from a long day? Part of me is conflicted. It sounds great. Right. It's like a little cabana boy. Right. So but like, that sounds very demeaning. And someone called me on this today, by the way, who oh. is a much healthier person with dating and said, you know what that sounds like is you're using him. And um, I go, but he's using me too. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, it's not. And I'm like, doesn't that cancel everything out? And you're just, <laughs> you just exist at that point together? Yeah. 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 Well, but if you know it's only surface and you don't want it to go deep and you're not. But I'm sure this kid's not really looking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I did tell him, I'm like, hey, I'm not really into like shallow sex and that kind of stuff. And he's like, I'll be your boyfriend. (laughs) What? Wow. Yeah. This kid's in. Look at us. We're being, we are being demeaning. Keep, we keep calling him this kid. Uh, I know. It's hard not to when someone's 25 <laughs> and you're old. Well, you're not old. He's Thanks. just very, he is. He's, he's, he wants this. This is, I don't know. Are you sure very... there's no connection more than just friendly? <laughs> oh my God. Dude, can you just play this for him? I think that might like settle the whole problem. Oh my God. You're so funny. What happened? Uh, what happened? So, but um, there's no connection. Like you know for sure, it's not anything more than just friends. Well, I just think that it's that right there in and of itself. That age gap doesn't it doesn't do it for me because I think that there is. I don't know. It's just too weird, and you know, yeah. it's other stuff. He likes to talk about himself a lot. Mm, what is There's this? Little things like once in yeah. my life, it'd be nice to have someone that I'm with that shares the floor. Yes, that just goes back and forth and wants to find out about me, right. and I want to find out about them. And we talk, and we talk about stuff, and then you listen to the other person, Listening. and then you talk, and then you listen. Guys out there, you, you hear that? listening it's key that'll get you all the things you want if yeah you're just a good listener yeah. yeah i know listen to yeah twink whisper <laughs> you'd be a twink i'm just kidding just yeah but, all, um, all the good you know yeah i know i know did you find that hard though in your dating life did you maybe it's the people that i choose though like i have a habit of choosing a certain type so maybe God, it's been so Did you long. Did no. no, I mean, I think I chose pretty balanced people that were like just yeah. kind of straight and narrow See? that you probably thought were boring, but for me, it was like whatever, it works, and it worked out. I think they were boring pretty healthy. Ain't always better. Well, yeah, yeah, but there were a few blowhards. I mean, you 
didn't you even oh, make a rusty rap for rusty me? yeah we had some bad ones out there that were just she had one awful. that was i just remember walking up to we lived together over in la jolla and <laughs> San Diego and I remember it was such a tiny apartment so it was like a tiny front living room right. it was probably 600 square feet total. yeah there's right? a futon in the front room a bedroom in the yeah. back and one little bathroom and one little kitchen yeah and that's what we both lived in together and I slept on the futon in the front and uh I can't believe I rolled out that shitty futon every night like this tiny piece of like smushed cardboard with a piece of cotton like a tiny but it slid out remember it was like a couch and then you just pull it and it would flatten into a bed so it was nice and easy but i slept on that for like a year or more yeah it was weird but i came home and i just remember this was the scene it was like a a scene let me see like a scene from the big chill or something (laughs) where it was like some like two like a conservative guy had been murdered there because i walked in (laughs) and it was like candlelight but the light was shining right on these two brown loafers (laughs) and they were like these giant loafers and then there was like a jacket like a a tweed jacket like thrown on the floor so it looked like the crash test like conservative dummy was just like (laughs) crashed out there and there's like you know some like tucked khakis that were like wrapped around the chair with a nice leather belt <laughs> you can see the whole trail of like just a trail of oh guess who yes his name was rusty yes. and i ended up calling him trusty rusty trusty rusty because he well <laughs> how are you oh this is your sister nice to meet you there well you're a you're a nice chap. Or whatever, oh, he was the worst. He was well-intentioned, much like your guy. He just wanted to wine and dine. He was all about, what can I do for you? What can I get for you? Let me carry your coat for you. He was very much a gentleman, and he had read all the books, I'm sure. But he had this element of salesman to him, and everything was just over the top. And wow, and let me tell you this joke. <laughs> just... Uh, I couldn't Didn't do it, he, but okay. he looked a little bit like, you know, some Latin pop star or something, you know, and so I was conflicted. He was very cute. I was like attracted to him, but the personality, urgh, but he really liked me. So that was great. But then, oh, you wore loafers with no socks. Urgh. So it was this whole back and forth thing. And finally, mm. the clincher was uh, we went camping with a bunch of my friends and he was a former marine and he brought all of his gear and he tucked his t-shirt into his shorts and he had a belt on and he had knives hanging off of it and he had like proper you know bedroll and all this stuff and he came up to I mean we were car camping we had like a case of beer and we were you know brought a guitar and it was just super mellow and he thought we were gonna just do this crazy outback you know kill a bear kind of thing and that was it that did it in for me so that night in the tent i broke up with him and we had to do the whole awkward drive back home <laughs> like broken up and oh i just really? couldn't handle one more night yeah so, that so was you're that. very in that well i do i remember the other thing you told me what i remember these stories sometimes i pick up little things but like everybody was just had their little mattress in their sleeping bag but he all of a sudden like you looked oh, at yeah. your tent and it was like he brought like a portable battery with his portable blow up mattress. Yes. So everyone was like going to bed and everyone was just kicking it. And all of a sudden you hear this, whee! <laughs> exactly. Blowing up his bed. He had to blow up a bed. I'm like, wait a minute. Don't soldiers just sleep on little bed rolls or something? Like, where? Not this soldier. He was a luxurious <laughs> soldier. Yeah. Oh, and he, he had, was. he used more face creams than I did. He had this whole like, face washing regimen at night and i'm like it's too much i can't all done out yeah just now do you feel part of me thinks that we should not even air this because it feels so judgmental to me 
it's, whole thing that we've just said. But then I also know that there are people like girlfriends, and we'll talk about this stuff. Yeah, like the face cream yes. thing. I just had a girlfriend that's like, I don't know. He just he takes longer in the bathroom at night than I do with his cream. It's and a his, thing. It's a female thing yeah. we're all struggling with, like dating. No, air this. Yeah, this is exactly what it's all about. Because, but I feel bad. A personal thing towards trust. I I right? didn't say his name. I don't even remember his last name. It was so long ago, and he's out there in the world. I'm sure he found someone who you know was the lid to his pot there's someone for everyone out there so i'm sure he's happy and he'd probably laugh at the same stories too you mean so. his fondue pot remember That's when he made right. fondue oh did he no i don't I remember sit, i had to sit in the most awkward romantic dinner between you two and i think i just was <laughs> stuck there and then he like analyzing I'd the eat fondue with you guys really? and i was like why am i here but <laughs> i had to like sit and i remember he was like Ah, he's like, you look at the bottom of the fondue pot. And he made a big presentation. Oh, the medallion. The medallion. The part of the fondue that when you eat everything, there's the part that got crusty on the candle. That's the bottom of the Mm. cheese. Ah, ladies and ladies, (laughs) may I present the medallion? Something like that. And I was like, oh, good God. She slept with him. They have exchanged fluids. He put his dinky in her Twinkie. Oh, They've on, done things. On. These two. My sister. Never, never. Oh, I know. Did you guys, he probably did. You probably laid in full clothes together in bed and he oh, did my. a secret handshake and that was as God. crazy as he got. Is no, it true? I can't even remember. This is the was truth. Was he good in bed? I don't remember. Honestly, honest to God, I. it's been so long. I don't remember. I, I don't right. remember his last name. It's weird. My brain, I really do feel like I'm going into early dementia. But Really? I don't know. Maybe not. But I do have just like fleeting memories of things that I feel like just happened. But yeah, it's strange. I don't know. Oh. Trusty I Rusty. I do know that we worked Trusty Rusty into when I was with Warren. We mm-hmm. He was writing an episode of the Aquabat Super Show, which everyone should watch because it's very funny and they didn't get their proper airtime. Yeah, on a good network. I know. It's a Aquabat great show. Super Show, everybody. Watch it. It reminded me. people who do Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, it reminded me of Yo Gabba Gabba meets the monkeys meets like old 60s Batman. I mean, it was very campy, yeah. funny. Super fun. Yeah. They fight superheroes that are like their buddies in these, you know, like uh, Sid and Marty Croft outfits, you know. Right. And but, the, they're the real, they're a real punk band, but kind of in character, right? Yeah. In Orange County or whatever. Super cool yeah. guys, the Aquabats. And yeah, the show was great. I just feel like they really didn't get their, mm-hmm. they didn't get the proper format to really get it out in the world. Because it's going to be one of those cult things in five years, it'll probably... Well, hit the circuit and like Jack Black loves it. He did a whole promotional thing to try to yeah. get it on a new network and Weird Al and well, that's and even thing. Imagine Dragons are there putting on the Aquabats outfits, going give give this show a Yay. chance. Yeah, and they had um, they kind of missed the window when Netflix became a big thing. They were on some kind of what channel or network? It was the Hub Network, and it yeah. just didn't get run very well. Right. And it went under after a year, so that was their big launching pad, and it, yeah. didn't, it just went under. And yeah. it's a sad story that sometimes happens, but but there's a big GoFundMe you know, to get it up and running again, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I hope it'll go somewhere. But either way, Warren wrote in a character in one of the episodes that was the Trusty Rusty character. Yes, trusty. I made him use the name. I was like, "Make work in Trusty Rusty," and he was the guy at the at the bait shop. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> really? come on, yeah. Oh, my god! Did I tell you that? I think you did, but I didn't okay. know, yeah, the specifics. Yeah, oh, okay, he's I'm the best, go he's the funniest now. guy. Look up Trusty Rusty on Aquabat Super Show, and okay. he's the be- he was a buddy of the creator, Christian Jacobs, and okay. uh, hilarious guy, and his line, he has, like, four lines, and it's the best. But Yay. he is Trusty Rusty. Okay. Because I was obsessed with him as a character. <laughs> Your guy with his brown boats on the floor. Yay. Anyway. Yes. Oh, I, I like it. You, your men have given me good fodder for writing. I too. know. I had a couple of doozies in there. I don't know what happened. Remember the um the runner guy I met at running club? Ugh. No, his name was Snowflake Sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Again, because he wore another his running one. shorts and a snowflake sweater. Yes. Why the snowflake but sweater? But you can't date anyone who wears snowflake sweaters or turtlenecks. Done. I know. I know. Gone. 
I know. I was trying new things. I was in a in a dark place. <laughs> in between, my husband and I broke up and got back together and broke up and got back together. We had like a 10-year relationship. And at the end, it all worked out. We got married. But yeah, during the breakups, I was just like, I'm sad. Okay, I'll go out with you. And she just went to the ski lodge and started picking up. <laughs> Republicans I you know what I did I got into running for therapy I think it was just I got into doing marathons and he was in a running club and yeah he changed out of his running shorts into a snowflake sweater want to get some dinner okay so he was in the mix and I think he was the one that lived under the flight path in San Diego so we would stand on top of his building downtown and these airplanes would go right over to land at the airport and I mean, it was so loud and so close to the building because San Diego is notoriously close to all the tops of the buildings. Um, yeah, but all he would do is like pull up his dicky and put it over his ears. So he'd pull that piece <laughs> out of his sweater and wear it as an earmuff, his little ascot. And then Joel, I mean, oops, she would be romantic and right. Oh, oh you're so sweet. Let me get that and for you. And then he'd pull out his other dicky and put, no! <laughs> Dicky folks, look it up. Oh, I love it. Bad stuff. Yeah, there are some fun ones in there. And then, but okay, let's. If we're going old dating stories, can we talk about your um, bears on a picnic? Can we? Oh God, are you serious? Why not? This was the same era. I did just think about this because I okay. At one point, (laughs) when I I came back from New York and I was really into it was like spirituality. I was really into trusting the universe and. Like, I think that was when the secret was big and all that. And I was very into just trying to, I'm like, I got to get out of my brain. I don't know what to do with this life. So I'm just going to trust in things. And so I was doing a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And then there was this guy I met somewhere and he was really cute. And um, I just called him. We met at some meditation class or something and then Mm -hmm. decided we went out a couple of times and then. I went back to his condo at one point. I just called him spiritual sex. That's all I remember. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should try some spiritual sex. <laughs> Sorry, mom. But, um, you know, but that's all because I think, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't really thinking we were going to have sex. It's I called like him spiritual slippers. sex like you, afterwards. Yeah, I am never date. prepared for this. I'm just like, yeah, these are guys. We'll hang out. And then. I never really think much of it. <laughs> this one, somehow we were at his condo going somewhere, but then it turned into making out on the couch, and I was not prepared <laughs> once again. But I do remember I had, like, a skirt on. And at some point, you know how you make out, and then you end up, like, laying on them, but you're fully clothed. And it was one of those things. And then I think that, oh, sorry, your mother listens to this. It's so weird. <laughs> but, like, he did the hands kind of on your butt area. And I remember looking like kind of my skirt was up and I just looked I was like oh I wasn't expecting this but (laughs) what kind of underwear do I have on because this might start getting weird and then I looked and it was my silky underwear I got it like Target and it was bears having a picnic and it was a bunch of bears like with watermelons and like a picnic basket (laughs) and that was and it was kind of like they were kind of dumpy and old and like they were still silky and shiny but they were kind of had the dump butt going on <laughs> so it was like not sexy at all and i was like oh fuck not the bears having a picnic this is the worst choice and i it was awful and then it totally killed it for me and i somehow managed to squizzle out of there and <laughs> ended up going to the door soon after and that was it when we Talked a couple times, never dated, and that was done. See? Oh, I love it. It's like that. Yeah, all these underwear issues. I had one where I was wearing Spanx and did not expect anything. I think it was at a wedding or something. And then all of a sudden, someone was dancing, and things got handsy, and we ended up going back to his apartment later, and same thing, like trying to get out of these. And it was before there was actual Spanx. That's how old it was. Yeah. And like a big girdle. Yes. And I had to, yeah. like, I have to go freshen up in the bathroom. And I had to get out of these things. And uh. I'm sure I had lines, like, across my belly and across my <laughs> thighs. And just, oh, I was not prepared. I, I know. I had no idea. But it's a lot of those kind of stories. Uh, yeah. What happened to Bears with the picnic? Did he? Uh, I ended up seeing him again in San Diego somewhere. And he was with recently? a spiritual girl. Uh, like, no, like two years after. Okay. And 
He was with, and I remember, it was something where he ended up speaking about, I don't know if it was another weird meditation, probably something like that, but he was with this girl, and he was like fawning over her, and they were both really spiritual, but he spoke, and I was like, oh, oof, dodged a really dodged a spiritual bullet with that one yeah, he's just like <laughs> he's merging in my head with puck did he look kind of like puck at all yeah, yeah. he might have he was blonde right. yeah he was super blonde yeah do you have dreadlocks or something like yeah like big like beach boys hair oh okay yeah like kind of he just looked like a sandy spiritual sex did guy. i go to like a spiritual place with you guys i feel like we went to some like know, we big did. hall in la jolla and we had to sit yeah, on cushions and there were candles yeah, everywhere something like that it was something where and like gongs and cymbals little... and i was like what is ah, happening how did i get you to go with me? i don't know i was so out of my element <laughs> <laughs> the whole time she couldn't she was just thinking about getting back and putting on a snowflake sweater like get me out of here too many crystals yeah yeah oh. and i think i ended up back in that same hall for my friend was really into swing dancing and we went swing dancing there later but that's wild someone yeah. had a comment that was kind of funny it was an older lady and it was just like around town i can't but she goes la is so weird guys have more crystals and condoms on their nightstand <laughs> and i was like oh it's stupid stupid but kind of true You're i like, guess yeah and i get that my friend jen from new york you know the she's talking about bachata. her bachata yeah. and she was like i can't take this southern california shit she's like the yoga turns into like open your third eye and uh, everybody like hold hands and she's like it's so airy fairy it's spiritual it's bullshit a thing yeah i have a yeah. friend who i went to high school with and you know i've always known her by one name and she changed her name completely to some yogi type name and super into yoga and like yogi Berra. yeah that that's it yeah it's very no attractive. it's like yeah crazy she runs meditation retreats and stuff like this and it's a whole thing you get into the lifestyle and boom you're different. See, there's a real part of that, though. I can't diss all of it because no, meditation is great, and there's a real nice thing yeah. when you're trying to connect with something that's outside of yourself. Yes. That was, self. yeah. So, self. 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 I did um, the whole marathon running thing <clears throat> when my husband and I first broke up back before we were married. But then when dad died, that was kind of like what I ended up going to is like looking into Buddhism and then getting into yoga. Wow. And it was really great. I mean, it really was the most. You did? You never told yeah, me this. Yeah, yeah. I went to yoga You made it sound time. like you just kind of like processed it and moved on. Yeah, I really... did. I did. But I also got into that kind of as exercise, but also as just more of a spiritual growing so. thing. And it. It was really helpful. I really liked it. And it still stays part of me. I still kind of keep a lot of those teachings as part of my little thing so that I do. what teachings? What do you do? I don't know. Just my kind of like quiet moments of, you know, I can't really meditate. I can never get outside of my to-do list. But, you know, moments where I'm really thoughtful about, you know, who has passed on that I want to connect with and think about. And, you know, how often do you do that? Um, sorry. I don't know. Maybe once a week or something. But <laughs> Jesus, way to break it down. My cat just jumped off. <laughs> oh, I thought you were blowing your nose into the microphone. What was that? Oh, my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like about to delve into the spiritual moment. I'm sorry. Go for no, um... I don't know, just that whole, like, we're all connected, we're all part of this universe, and we're all breathing the same air, and we're all in this human experience together, and just, you know, having that feeling of connectedness, and, mm-hmm. you know, none of this really matters, it's all about the bigger picture, and... What is the bigger picture? Oh, God... she doesn't really practice this because she hates it no i don't hate it i just it's kind of a i guess it's like a personal thing i don't like to verbalize it or something okay it's just a way to connect that gives you peace and you think about people who've passed on and that we're all here right right it's kind of just the big picture of life and yeah so it, it brings a lot of peace but anyway so i got into yoga at that point in my life and it was helpful getting through you know grief and anger and all that kind of stuff so 
But and then you did your silent retreat, which I thought was like a huge next step. And talk about that. How was that going to a silent? How how many days did you go for? Ten days of Dude. silence. And then you meditated for like six to eight hours a day. It was and this crazy. was Northern California. Yeah, North Fork. It was Vipassana, mm. and you would. You didn't have to pay money, but it was like a suggested donation of $300, and they feed you every day, and it was all like vegan, natural, really good food, so, and then you just, yeah, it's crazy. I remember just wanting to get the F out of there. Really? Like on the fourth day, it was like, ah, and people did like go on the lamb and escape. Really? And you go into this ashram and meditate you're kind of i slept you could sleep in cabins with other people but i chose to sleep by myself in a tent kind mm-hmm. of thing but you could walk the grounds a little bit and then they dong this bell and that's when you go into this hall and you meditate on your little pillow and you're kind of supposed to sit through the pain and sit through whatever uncomfortability if your legs asleep you just sit there yeah and there's this like indian dude of course i i generally do things half-assed i'm just gonna admit that and it's <laughs> pretty much true and i kind of am just gonna stick to it and accept it but like i don't know who the guru was but he was someone important that everyone came to see and i can't remember and when he would talk i would kind of half listen and so he could talk but no one else could talk it was on a tv screen oh and it was like hello and welcome (laughs) to your second day of vipassana and now you will sweep and mass, sweep and listen to my voice, and you will think, <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't uh, do that. Okay. Uh, no, but it was all about like sweeping, seeing things sweep from the top of your head through your body. And you would have to do these little exercises, and he would guide you for 10 minutes, and then you would go off on your own for the rest of the day. Wow. It's like, no, you're on day three. And, but I just remember I didn't, li- I didn't want to do anything because I feel like your brain, for me at least, it's hyper analytical, hyper vigilant, like mm-hmm. ping pongy a lot. So the idea of having to do another exercise that you have to concentrate on right. was like another thing that like, you have to get this right. You have to do it this way. You have to say these words. You have to say this mantra. You have to... So that to me is stressful. You could opt out of the activities or whatever. I mean, you're just in your own brain for eight hours. So I would just do my own thing, which was to sit there and just try to breathe. And then I started to get into like creating a dream house and writing song lyrics. And then I got really connected to mom, which was weird. Hmm. For some reason, I, I felt how much she effort she had put into raising us and the first thing i wanted to do was call mom and say thank you like i didn't thank her enough for all the work that and i had never really had that experience of being and i'm not just saying that because i know she's listening but it was it was a very like empathetic feeling of knowing that this person sacrificed so much of her life to raise us wow damn straight it's a hard job being a mom i know when i had to do all this stuff i just called her all the time. I'm like, thank you for packing so many lunches. And then mm-hmm. I call her, thank you for always folding our laundry. Like, now that I'm in it deep, you know, three kids deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. That's cool. What a good it's realization. so much work. Yeah. But it wasn't anything that I planned. I just was trying to clear my mind of, but it got into these really deep emotional places mm-hmm. that were like, oh, and it was just you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> it does. No, I'm, that's, a, I'm a frog. No, I, <laughs> I think it's so um, bold of you to go through all these different experiences that you have, like the swimming with the sharks and joining a band to be a lead singer and going off to New York and being and going to acting <laughs> went, school and moving to by yourself to L.A. Like all these things are very bold and you push yourself to try all these experiences, which is so rare in a world where everybody just kind of goes with the flow and does what the next guy does and so you got to give yourself that I think that's huge and although I don't know if I push myself enough but I'm trying to figure out the balance thank you for saying that that's yeah, very no, sweet it's true and I also went I gotta tell you about this one because I just thought about it <laughs> I remember I lived next to a weird bounty hunter once and 
I remember he was kind of like a Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons nerdy bounty hunter. He was kind of like you know from the Rocky Horror Picture Show bounty hunter, where he'd be like, "Hey, hello, I'm just drinking my coffee, and I would be, you know, going down to play chess with the people at the park." And what? but he also was this gnarly bounty hunter. And then I remember one time he was he was getting together with his bounty hunting buddies and going cave diving, spelunking. What? And I was like, "Can I go with you?" I like, what? Okay. So I went cave diving with this gnarly group of bounty hunters just because I thought it would be a cool experience. Oh, my God. But I remember just being with all these long hair. He did look like like a skinny version of the dog guy with all the black and yeah. long hair. But just like, boop, boop. Is that and, why uh, you said Rocky Horror Picture Show was the yeah. blonde, long hair guy? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, that's why. Riff raff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and I went, and it was crazy. Like, that was a... That was a weird experience, just being with a bunch of weird bounty hunters. Oh, my God. And then going down into the earth where it's... We went down, like, 200 feet into the earth, and at one point, one guy had the light, and everyone had to follow, and he dropped his light. (gasps) And it was black, 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 and dead sound. Oh, my God. And you were on these... Because your feet were just on these tiny pieces of... Like, if you... And we weren't using any ropes or anything. It was just climbing up this. I don't even remember what How it did was. You... I don't remember who the guy was. It was so scary, and someone had a backup light. Oh God! I was but there were say... like six people down. It was so sketchy, but you couldn't really tell where you were standing because it was so dark. So I was like, I, you couldn't tell if your body was shifting and oh. if you're gonna fall. It was gnarly. Is that was this... like. Ooh. Was it just for the thrill of it? Is that why people do it? They think it's neat to, or are they exploring and looking for neat. things? Are they looking for no, something? No, it's just oh. really cool to go into the earth and oh see. My God. Yeah, it was. Really and how neat did you experience. not have a panic attack there? <laughs> like, but, or did you? That, did that felt like real death. I feel like the panic attacks were more like in your head, heady life stuff. Uh-huh. But when you're like, feel like you might die, it's all to me. It's a whole oh. different experience yeah of you're just it's that thing that people say when you're just calm and still and you're like okay if this is it like you're 360 you on the freeway <laughs> yeah. like you got real calm and yeah kind of uh, where you're like okay if well that's probably it, good therapy it. though and if you ever have a panic attack you can just like go back to spelunking in the cave yeah. with no light and be like okay that's real scary <laughs> this is fake scary yeah, Whoa. that was, yeah. Anyway, have you ever done, like, what have you done when you jumped on board to a crazy experience? Not a whole lot. <laughs> hey, there's always Not time. Not a whole lot in that regard. No, um, I don't know. I haven't really. Honestly, like, you putting me up on stage to sing karaoke is really scary for me. I hate that yeah. shit. Like, I don't like being up in front of people. And we used to do, like, all the dress-up things at work we had these tgi friday parties and did we we, talk about that already no i don't think we have we we would have themes all the time it was always like you know 70s party and 80s party and one of them was a karaoke and well there were a couple karaoke ones right we did a couple karaoke ones and we decided to do duets but we would get into costume so we really did it up too. I just this probably comes from our family of yeah. When you do the costumes, you kind of take it seriously. So yeah. I actually went. I why did I have to be Kenny Rogers? <laughs> How did you were Dolly Parton? We did Islands in the Stream. She got to be like you were beautiful the tall Dolly. One. Yeah, I'm always the tall one. <laughs> I'm always a boy because of she that. had to glue a beard on, and it was like an official. Like you went to a wig shop. I then... had to go to a wig shop. I spent a lot of money. I had to get a real Kenny Rogers mustache. I had to like get the actual adhesive that's the gum stuff and the spirit gum to actually stick it on. I was like sticking it in on like furry real patches. If only you had get... the connections then that you did na- that you do now with all your. Ugh costume real warehouse no one knew who i was it was a you know at first people right. really thought there was a weird man and everyone was trying to who brought their husband yeah <laughs> it was really awkward you had the little gut and everything we had yeah the i had official... the gut i really took it seriously yeah. i was kenny rogers polyester shirt long i even collars. put like a little like jolly like santa like you remember how he has kind of red rosy <laughs> yes. cheeks we gave you shiny red rosy cheeks we give she put a little chicken grease on it gave it a little shine <laughs> 
this is right when that website like looks like Kenny Rogers was really big. Oh, so. that was the best. Yeah. Men who look like Kenny Rogers.com. Yeah. And everyone sends in pictures of anyone they've spotted and taken a picture <laughs> of that looks like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> so there's like scuba Kenny, there's like yeah. late night Kenny. There's <laughs> yeah. It's the best. And then and then Mouse. I was, yeah, Dolly Parton, I had to stuff my bra, of course, and had the wig and had the little, like, gesticulations down, and we practiced our singing. And Do I, you remember the song? Islands Baby in the Stream. I left you, there oh, was I peace on earth. Yeah. You I hated can't. this line. I was out to kick you <laughs> with, with the, the fine tooth comb. <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's awful. Then and I Mouse was so nervous. I'm so bad at harmony, so I had to take the melody. Maybe that's why I was Dolly, because I had to do the melody. Oh. And you had to do the harmony. But we had oh. a karaoke track singing behind us, so it didn't really matter. But either way, I was sweating. My, the palms of my hands were sweating. My armpits were sweating. The bottoms of my, my feet were sweating. I had sweaty... Foot she had bottoms. to take whiskey shots. Yeah, we were doing up. shots yeah. of tequila or something in the bathroom, and we yeah, got through it, it and it was love. Everybody loved it, right? It, yeah. Whenever. And then we had to do one where we were Sunny and Cher, and this time you were Sunny. Yeah. And I was Cher, so I think maybe I got Sunny you back was the on short one. one, and Cher was Sunny the tall was, one. Okay, so that it's always about the tall one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was Sunny, and then there was a little Indian lady who we worked with named Saroj, oh, yeah. and she could not stop like touching you and she hugging loved you. Sunny she Bono. loved Sunny, and it got it started. This is my favorite because you're a little more uncomfortable with the hugs and touches, and she, you were like, "Okay." <laughs> she was like, "I love Sunny. I love Sunny." You're like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." You know, she really glommed on like a little koala. She was hanging on to me, kind of like leg yeah, humping me a little bit, but a little Ooh. weird. And yeah, you started. You were like, at some point, you kept disappearing outside. It was yeah, <laughs> where's <Well>, Sunny <laughs> running away with my mustache flapping in the wind? Just, yeah. yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. So those anyway. moments, those were pushing it for me. That's like my uncomfortable places, being up on a stage and. Which... You yelled at me one time when I made you. I was under the impression, I totally cut you off again, no. that, um, and I'm going to keep going, that, <laughs> sorry, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm steamrolling through it. life. Roll that steam. I'm like, been the passive uh, people that gets my, I'm the person that has my ear humped for See? hours. Yes. And I just take it. Good. I open up that ear hole. <laughs> sorry. Settle Lube down. it up. Yeah. Oh. But um, you... I may like I was under the impression in life that anyone who doesn't want to sing karaoke or perform on stage was just repressed and that secretly everyone has an inner star in them and that they all really want to be on stage singing or doing so I don't know why I just I was like I'm gonna be the one to bring people out of their shells oh. and I did that with you at a karaoke thing with like a I don't know what it was we were out and finally you yelled you snapped I was like come on get up there and I like put on I you're really I demanding really wanting like come on there. you can do it don't let this get you down come on and finally you're like stop coddling me <laughs> I did and I just remember like what a strange word to yell at someone coddling <laughs> like an angry like really shut me down stop coddling me oh mom stop it telling me I can do it you can do it it's okay yeah. go you can do it yeah oh you got sorry really mad well so yeah. don't coddle it's very scary for certain people I mean I can I do it now because I think I'm less like I don't care anymore like whatever but Let does it, it really give you a but I do or I still get no I get sweaty pits and I'm like oh I'm gonna my voice is gonna crack up there and just the singing performing thing is is a big one that's scary but is it anything that you secretly would want to get over or do you just really don't want to do it and it's kind of okay it's I really don't want to do it and it's kind of okay I know okay. I don't have a good singing voice so to get up there I can do a funny one like I can sing like Prince you know the kiss yeah. song like that's fun because i can go into a silly you're so good i remember that at the lamplighter and you're so i can get funny. into my silly falsetto and i can do all the funny yeah. moves or whatever but it's actually fine, you but can pull it off really well but it, it might be after some booze you might just be a booze unleasher oh yeah that does a lot for me for a lot you of do things get real <laughs> <laughs> I just hear these airy ones in the background. Like, oh, <laughs> sick. 
All right, 48 minutes. See you later. I know. Are we doing it again? Dang it. We didn't even get to the story about the anger. I wanted to oh. hear what happened on the set. <laughs> okay, let's do another one. Okay, all right. <gasps> Woo! It's a triple. Bye. All right. Fo- uh, follow us on social media, um, Facebook, Instagram. Everything is at Mouse and Weens. Um, you can buy us a coffee. HTTPS. Do people even say that part anymore? Yeah, it's K O dash F I slash. Someone bought us a coffee the other day. It was very sweet. Yeah, we really appreciate yes. it. And that means to donate three dollars, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's like just buy three them a cup of coffee. little dollars to buy us a cup of coffee. And it would help us, you know, yeah, we have to pay for website hosting. The mortgage on her house. Yeah, my house. <laughs> just kidding. No. Just you the little things. But it's the little things to keep this going, and it would mean a lot if, uh, if people could throw that in there. Yeah. Pay it for... Um, we can get trusty rusty a new <laughs> knife for his weight what are we talking about <laughs> wean some new underwear trusty rusty a new leather belt a get me some new underwear i got i still have here. the bears in the picnic i've now they're framed it was the time that the spiritual sex got away <laughs> it's just sitting there like don't ever buy ones like this again That's this right. is the time that hot spiritual guy got away well yeah i remember those underwear i still have a few hanging around the silky saggy butt there were like, silky yeah, sags yeah why never good no, no one should ever wear them because you never know when yes. you might manifest some right. spiritual sex. So let's buy weans some uh, nice date underwear. So thank you, everybody. We love you, and we will talk soon. Bye bye. So now we'll level. Thank you.